0: Hello, it's Johnny from Johnny's Book Reviews, the site to help inspire you guys to go read. So go read. Today's episode is going to be over one of the top books that he's produced, The Wish by Nicholas Sparks. Now I'm going to review this book, discuss what I liked about the book, what I disliked about the book, and any lessons that I got from the book. So Before we begin, let's talk about real estate. It's a really good passive income, but how do you get into real estate? You have to buy the property and deal with annoying tenants. Who wants that? Really? What if you could buy into a portfolio, an account that buys the properties for you and handles the tenants? Is that such a thing? Yep. It's called a real estate index funnel, but I use Fundrise as this company is one of the better real estate Index funds out there. You can start as little as five dollars. And if you use my referral link you get twenty five dollars HTTPS slash slash fundrise.com slash r slash OPR 3zp again, it's fundrise.com slash r slash OPR 3zp you'll get a twenty five dollars. I'll get twenty five dollars as well, but the main point is that you're going to be setting up a real awesome real estate portfolio risk fee you don't have to worry about the tenants you don't have to worry about buying the property they have properties commercial warehouses and multi-million dollar apartment complexes when you invest into this account you're buying shares specifically into those buildings and those properties that they own now you But once you buy or pull money into the account, diversifies it into all the properties that they own. So again, use my referral link, sign up, and get started with real estate today. Again, my referral link is farnes.com slash R O P R 3 Z P. Again, the referral link is O P R 3 Z P R. First off, who is Nicholas Sparks? He's one of the best selling authors out there. He's considered a fiction in a lot of bookstores, and a lot of people put him in fiction, but I actually will put him in romance because he talks about romance, so he should be put into romance. Now, his more popular titles are The Notebook, A Walk to Remember, Lucky One, Dear John the wish that I'm reviewing today, and then his most recent book that he just came out with on September 20th, 2022, is uh, Dreamland. I just finished this book, and I will provide you guys that review later on. It'll probably be late November, maybe early December. Maybe I'll get that review out to you guys a little bit earlier. We'll see but I'll let you guys know on my Facebook page of Johnny's Book Reviews, so check that out. He has produced 23 novels that have all been on the New York Times bestselling list, which is pretty good. His first book, Notebook, he actually produced in six months, and he was just writing a long time, like seven hours almost every day. Took a couple days rest per week, and then he kept on doing that cycle. He was able to get a publisher, sent the the book out, It has done pretty well, honestly. From that point on, it has sold millions of copies. It has also turned into a movie that did pretty well for the time period and also did pretty well in the box office. Now, it didn't break like box office records like Top Gun Maverick with $1.4 billion. That's just absolutely insane. No, I didn't do that. And if you haven't seen that movie, you should definitely see it. It's a fucking great movie. You don't even have to see the first one, Top Gun. If you haven't seen it, Top Gun is actually a really good movie. If you have not seen it, definitely see that one as well. But Top Gun Maverick just its like kind of its own standalone movie. And it did really well. And I've watched it like six or seven times. So definitely check that movie out. But, of course, with these movies... it. It didn't make $1.4 billion, but it it did make almost like $100 million for some of these movies. And some of the movies had star-studded actors in it. Lucky One had Zac Efron, Dear John had Channing Tatum, etc. You know, they were pretty good. Honestly, I love the Lucky One, and I love Dear John. They were really good, and I thought the actors did really well. I love Zac Efron, which is why I love Lucky One the most. All right, then let's get into what is this book about? So Nicholas Sparks provides the same flashback scenario that he provides in some of the books, like, for example, Notebook. This is what the, the kind of premise is. So Maggie is retelling her love story, the one where you know Maggie fell in love with a guy called Bruce in North Carolina. She's retelling this love story to this mysterious guy named Mark that is working with Maggie with no work experience in photography. So who is this guy? Why did he choose to work with Maggie in her photography business? So this book uncovers both Mark and Maggie's lover, Bruce, in more vivid detail. It also discusses a lot about Maggie, and it discusses how Maggie and Mark are connected, potentially. So here's my review. I don't have any negative things to say about this book this book had all positive things for me you know i had a good story it played with my emotions i cried like a baby and that's totally fine good writing and well-developed characters so i read the first page of the wish and i was like i don't like this book and then i read the second page and i was like oh It grabbed me in, you know, and I fell in love with the book and I couldn't stop putting the book down and I read it in three days. I could have read it in one day. I just didn't have enough time, but I read it in three days and it was absolutely fire. I loved the book. The second page really started developing the main character more, Maggie, and discussed topics that I love like traveling and photography. Also around this time frame, I was really looking into and seeing what one of my classmates was doing with photography and also with traveling so his name is adam Desjardins and he has a website called adam dot com. adam disjardins.com and he document and he documents his travels with photography so he has a lot of drone shots as well as regular standalone shots that he has on animals and just nature in general and his photography is absolutely fire. So check that out. Also, check out his Instagram at Adam deschardins Photography. Absolutely insane. But when I was reading this book, it really resonated and made me think of the work that Adam Deschardens has done. And he has done a really good job with that specifically and then also i'm used to cancer as many of my family members have had it so i resonated with that so i really resonated with many topics in the second page and with that i grew into loving the book and then i couldn't stop reading it idea of reading only a couple pages this is what i would say is that if you read the first couple pages and if it doesn't spark your interest, stop reading it. You don't have to continue reading it. If it, or if it catches your attention and you read like 10 pages and you keep on going, but then all of a sudden it sucks and it doesn't get better, then stop reading the book as well. And I also argue that if a book in a series sucks, stop reading the book. You don't have to continue with it. Now, if there's multiple books in that series so if you're reading the second book and there's five books in that series stop reading the second book get it like a summary of what the second book is about and then also get what the author talks about about that book proceed with the third book now if you're kind of confused with it then i would say hey just stop reading the series altogether but if you're not confused Continue reading the third book, and if it is better, just continue reading it. Move on. You don't have to read that second book. Unless you really want to, then you can go back to that second book and see if you want to read it again. I would say if you don't like that third book, then stop reading it. You don't have to continue it, and I would just say stop reading that series altogether. So that's what I would say kind of with the idea of you don't have to continue reading those books that you don't like and I, d- I started developing this 10 plus years ago when i was younger and i didn't realize what i was doing until last year when i really looked into my life and i looked into why i was doing that and i was like oh makes sense because i wasn't interested in those books they had horrible character development they didn't write well etc i realized that i should just continue with another book so that's what i would say to you guys is Stop reading a book if it doesn't catch your attention. And if it does, but doesn't carry your attention, then I would say stop reading the book as well. So what did I like about this book? First things first is that I love the story of this book. There's a mystery man, Mark, and then the soppy romance story between Bryce and Maggie. This could be one of the best Nicholas Sparks books out there that I've read so far. If it turned into a movie, which it's on the process of turning into a movie in the next two to three years it would be one of the best Nicholas Sparks movies I think now I think the directors could do so many different creative ventures with this book and produce a solid movie the back and forth action between the romance between Maggie and Bryce and then back to the present day could be a little confusing for the the viewer but they did pretty well in the notebook movie so I think they can do it pretty well for this. particular movie. Number two is that it played with my emotions. I love the twists and turns. I wasn't predicting majority of the stuff in the book, but it had some good surprises in there. And of course it made me cry. And I love books that make me cry because that means the author did a really good job with not only providing great writing but also providing characters that I fell in love with. Honestly didn't want to see go. And when I saw them go, I was like, no. And I started bawling my eyes out. But nonetheless, it was really fucking good. So what did I not like? Nothing. Honestly, I thought it was a solid book. It was more of an anniversary book with the first book that he came out with, which was Notebook, that started this journey. And I have no complaints, honestly, with this book. Now, with his newest book, Dreamland, I do, and I'll talk to you guys about that later. So definitely check that out and follow this podcast and press on that bell to get a notification on when my episodes drop. What is the lesson I got from this book? And the big one for me that resonated with me that I got from the book is cherish and spend time with the people you love. Let me say that again. Cherish and spend time with the people you love. So, my mom from another family passed away recently, and it still rocks me every day. I was expecting this year again, and I didn't have the best goodbye. I didn't hug her, and I didn't honestly say goodbye the way I wanted to. I just didn't feel right after I said goodbye. Later, a couple months later, I got the call that the cancer has gone into her intestines, her lungs, her liver, etc. Basically, it's spread everywhere. And I literally stopped because I knew in that moment that she was not going to survive. I knew that she only had a couple weeks left, potentially maybe a couple days. It was a bad day and honestly, a bad couple months. And from that moment on, I, I didn't have the opportunity to say goodbye to her. And that's really why it resonated with me. Like, ah, I really wish I said goodbye that I the way I wanted to. And this is what I do now. Every time I say goodbye to someone, I always hug or either say goodbye that resonates with me that like, okay, that's a very powerful or a good way to conclude the way that I saw you. I do this because you never really know when it'll be the last time you'll see that person. You might move or something might happen. And for me, it just resonated a lot. And then I realized that I should spend more time with family. I should really focus on providing a little bit more attention toward my family and get a better relationship with my mom, my dad, etc. And so that's what I've really been focusing on the last year. And that's a big reason why I moved back to Maine, but not the only reason, right? I also moved back to Maine because the opportunity arose and I had the opportunity of a lifetime down here and I had to take that opportunity. The rest is history. But that's what I would say is cherish and spend time with the people you love because you don't know when it will be the last moment that you'll have with each other. All right, that is it for the review over wish by Nicholas Sparks. Now this is a powerful book. I loved it. It made me cry. Now with the lesson, cherish and spend time with the people that you love, honestly is one of the most powerful lessons that I have gotten from a book because you don't know when the last time you'll be with that person. They could die in a crash or they could just suddenly have a sudden illness or disease etc. It's really sad to think about but for me I honestly think about my mom from another family and I think about the moment that I didn't really feel like i ended that conversation or ended that goodbye in a good way that i wanted to like hugging her and you know just saying i hope to see you soon and actually just like finishing the goodbye in a good way i didn't do that and that still eats away at me a little bit i really wish i could change that but i can't and so now i kind of changed that and change my approach whenever I say goodbye to someone. So I discussed in this this review what I liked about the book, what I disliked about the book, and one lesson I got from the book. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys don't want to miss an episode, check out or follow this podcast, but also turn on that little bell notification. Leave a review if you like the book review. Also, check out my goodreads page and my facebook page and instagram page at johnny's book reviews where i provide daily updates on what i'm reading and daily updates on this podcast and my youtube channels definitely check those out and i will talk to you guys later